Hello and welcome to episode whatever number this episode is. I haven't been keeping a track of um, how many episodes that we've done here. Now on the business podcast, we are currently over 420 episodes. And I think the last time I checked on this, we had gotten over 80 episodes. So I've lost track. But bottom line is, welcome. And uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful uh, public holiday in uh, Nigeria and uh, a couple parts of the world where we have significant um, Muslim populations and so it's a um, public holiday um, let's see what else yeah so my wife has been really happy with a uh, with the four-day um, weekend you know how it is when people work in the um, in the civil service well okay well not the civil service in the public sector yeah let me put it that way because she doesn't work with the civil service so public sector people are always happy whenever there's a public holiday looming and then those of us who are self-employed unfortunately for us when we hear public holiday it's uh it's uh whoa let me just put it that way because you know when you're self-employed like i am if this is your first time of listening to the show i'm a wedding photographer and a sales consultant so um Trying to be self-employed and uh, juggle family duties and all that uh, can be very uh, tasking. I'm sure most of you are aware since um, a lot of you who listen to the um, podcast are female. Um, I think the last time I checked over 74%. So even if you haven't experienced it personally, I guess um, hanging out with your mom and your aunts, you probably can figure out that um, juggling both can be um, daunting. So, uh, yeah, so for us, um, a four-day weekend just means uh, two extra days that I'm not going to be able to work because the children are in my office, um, a.k.a. the house. So, uh, yeah, so that's it anyway. We um, have a four-day uh, four weekend over here. Uh, I think one more day to go, two more days to go, and, um, yeah, things are okay. Things are okay and things are looking good. So, from the previous recordings, I think the last two recordings, you remember I said that... Um, wedding uh, fever in Nigeria is uh, going to kick in uh, quite soon because the churches have announced, uh, well, at least I know in the Catholic Church in my own parish, uh, have announced the marriage classes, um, the next leg of marriage classes kicking in. Uh, what else? Then we had the Brides and Babies Bridal Expo or the bridal experience where, uh, as they call it, where we got to meet um, lots of um, brides. Uh, we got to meet about 30 out of 50 brides who are getting ready to plan the wedding. And I was um, there, not as a wedding photographer, but rather uh, supporting my friend Shegun, who does wedding video, because we do lots of things together. So at the stand, uh, promoting uh, the wedding video, uh, the photo booth, which is basically a self-help machine that takes photographs of um, you and your guests at the wedding. So it's meant to be fun. You go there with costumes and props and just um, fool around. Uh, what else? Lights, uh, sound, smoke machines, firecrackers, uh, those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, so wedding celebration is um, in full swing and it's, um, sorry, not celebration, preparations are in full swing. And so it kind of ties into uh, the topic of what I'd like to uh, discuss today. So, like I mentioned, uh, it's a four-day weekend over here and um, <clears throat> I've uh, been listening to some of my music podcasts to take the edge off. Not that I'm a musician, I mean podcasts that I am subscribed to. So I listen to stuff um, around... Um, I mean, apart from work-related stuff, that's listening to podcasts on sales, which informs uh, my um, role as a sales consultant. <clears throat> so, excuse me. And podcasts around uh, marriage and family, which um, um, 
I'm connected to on the personal side because I'm a wedding photographer. So apart from those sorts of stuff, I also listen to chess podcasts because I'm uh, I'm an adult improver. I didn't learn chess as a kid. I learned uh, maybe around 20. So I'm trying to uh, become real good at chess. Why am I bothering? I don't know. My wife asks me all the time. It's not like I'm going to become grandmaster or anything, but still, I'm interested in improving uh, my chess. So I listen to um, podcasts on chess and uh, what else? Philosophy. Um, I don't listen to political podcasts. They just make me angry because everybody thinks that they're an economist or a lawyer and then they just go on these uh, shows and start uh, spouting rubbish. And um, yeah, so music podcast. So I was listening to this podcast called um, Afrojack and he's a really uh, solid um, DJ. I suspect he's one of these uh, French boys, French guys or maybe Algerian or something. But um, I think he's based in France now. And I haven't followed his gist in a while, so I'm not sure what he's up to. But he does really nice, um, what's it called, house music, uh, techno, uh, those sorts of things. So really cool stuff. And he was playing this song and it was really good as in solid chord progressions. You know, these emotional jerking songs, you know, something about um, the guy was screaming about how he can't wait for the girl to come back because it's been a while since she's gone. He wants her to come back and so that she can fulfill him and blah, blah, blah and stuff like that. And it was good and it was something I could relate to because I remember um, in the early days of my relationship. Um, yeah, my relationship. Yeah, not my marriage. Because, well, we're in a relationship first before we got married. That's my life patience. So I remember in the early days, and uh, some of you can uh, attest to it. I mean, for those of you who are currently getting ready to be married, especially those of you who are guys, you can remember the early part of the relationship where, uh, you know, your babe completes you. You know, she fulfills you. Um, she's, uh, what's the word? I can't remember the word, but she's, there's, it's like she's like some emotional fire in your belly that gets you going, helps you through, uh, keeps you progressing uh, and all that. And I know that uh, for women, they also feel the same thing too, where um, the beloved, uh, the boyfriend, the um, the boyfriend, uh, the spouse, the lover, the fiance, the whatever it is that you are, can also be a source of... Um, um, emotional comfort and sustenance and things like that. So early in the relationship, um, we do serve those kinds of um, roles um, for our partners. And um, it's important. Okay, maybe not important, but it's nice that we have this kind of um, music and these songs to bolster us, uh, keep us motivated and keep us going so that we can always pine um, for our beloved. But... Um, the problem is, if you are getting ready to walk down the aisle and this is all you've ever known, um, the thrill of the chase, uh, the thrill of the conquest, the emotional highs, um, the emotional reinforcement, um, you know, the fire of it, then um, if you haven't been prepared, if you haven't spoken to people who are older, if you haven't spoken to married couples that you respect, or you haven't been attending your marriage classes, then sometimes um, there's a low or a letdown that people can experience when they get into the marriage because a couple of things um, uh, happen. Um, one of them being that real life kicks in. So in the beginning, she's your uh, emotional fire. You want her to complete her. You want her to do this. You want her to do that to you. And it's all you um, focused. It's all built around you. But then you guys get married. And then uh, madame, wifey, girlfriend, whatever you call her, um, you know, she's now 
focused on building a business. I mean, she wants her business to progress or she wants to build her career or something like that. Maybe the children come along and she's no longer in that position where she can be that emotional fire and the emotional stalwart that she has always been from day one. And if you haven't been well uh, prepared or if your ideas about marriage haven't been properly formed as a guy, then now you're in this period where you're in um, shock or you are um, lost and you feel like uh, things are going um things are going all right with uh, with the relationship now um this is one of the reasons why i say uh, i tell couples because i still ask questions about um how far along are you guys with marriage prep now the reason why i ask is it's not because i'm trying to be some um grand uncle or old uncle who's trying to make sure that everybody sticks to the straight and narrow but it's actually part of um the qualifying process uh, well, in business, it's called qualification. We are trying to figure out if someone is serious or not. And so couples who have done a couple of things, like they have a date, they paid for the hall, they're in classes. Now we know that those are serious couples that we can keep having conversations with. And then plus, it's also a nice way for me to build rapport because once we start talking about marriage classes, I know that 90% of the people I talk to are going to say that it's useless and church people are just trying to be holy and fulfill all righteousness. So I like to get into that conversation about how marriage prep is useful uh, and why. And this is one of the reasons why actually you should be taking your marriage classes a whole lot seriously, especially guys. Because for guys, we might be a little too um, practical about these things. I love her. She's my fire. I'm going to get married. And so maybe you're much, you're paying attention to the other stuff like um, how I paid rent on the house. Uh, let's see what else. Which other vendor have we not settled? Um, when are we going to have village to speak to the elders? You know, you know practical stuff. And you forget uh, some of these um other things, the much more uh, salient stuff that, you know, help to make your relationship successful. You know, th things, guys are probably not asking themselves questions like, what expectations do I have now? What are my ideas around marriage? And how do I think my expectations from wifey are going to change once we walk down um, the aisle and she becomes my wife? You know, guys are not very good at uh, raising these sorts of questions and anticipating these um, um, sorts of things. I suspect it's just a guess. I'm not a psychologist, but this is just my guess. I think women are a whole lot better than anticipating and thinking about these um, sorts of things. And so these are reasons why the marriage prep, marriage classes are absolutely um, essential. And now that we are getting in into, uh, just about to get into the season, because it's still raining here, but you know, people are booking vendors, um, securing their photographers, the wedding hall, everything. Oh, by the way, if you haven't secured your wedding photographer, this is a cue. Uh, you should uh, look me up and give me a call if you're based in Abuja or um, in cities around. Uh, yeah, you should give me a call so that um, you can possibly have me as your wedding photographer and uh, share with my video crew. So that's the plug, the advertisement out of the way. So where was I? Yeah, so now that we are doing that, talking to our vendors, getting the halls ready, uh, what else? Talking to our friends, everybody's booking flight tickets, you know, because you have to fly down from Lagos to Abuja for that wedding or the other way around or flying from the country, sorry, flying from uh, abroad or wherever. So while we're making all this prep, you ought to be taking your wedding classes a whole lot seriously because these are the sorts of things that your uh, minister, your... Um, Marriage counselors, your um, whatever it is that they have talking to uh, talking to you guys, these are some of the topics that you guys are going to be discussing, and it really helps when you have been given a heads up on some of these things, so that it's not a crisis um, in the future. Because for some guys, it actually is a crisis. Because um, I've heard all kinds of horror stories, like uh, uh, um, 
you know, wifey, madame, the babe. The babe has just given birth. And then maybe she's a little sore or maybe she's going through the boo, uh, the blues, you know, postpartum depression and then stuff like that. And, you know, Oga just thinks like, hey, what's up? It's been three months. How far? You know, you can't leave me hanging. My balls are blue, you know, stuff like that. But um, we need to have all these sorts of conversations because um, wifey, sweetie, you know, babe, uh, sugar plums, you know, whatever it is that you call her. Yes, she's the fire in your belly um for now and she's a significant part of your life and she's part of the uh the fuel that keeps your engines running and keeps you jazzed up but you guys are about to get married expectations are going to change um there are going to be a couple of things uh, a couple of changes not just in the relationship uh, but um especially as you know babies are getting ready um you know when you're pregnant and expecting the babies so there's physical changes hormonal changes cultural changes sociological changes you know stuff like that um uh, your babe's head might not always be in that headspace of what it is that is sweeting you right, right now. You know, what it is that you're really feeling all sweet about, you know, as we all listen to um, the songs. So this episode is not meant to be a downer about romance or anything like that. I'll just say that these things are childish. And trust me, they absolutely are essential because there are times that patients and I, I mean, even with two kids, we uh, still, um, you know, remember the good old days, plan stuff, anticipate stuff. And it's precisely because we have all these silly things that we pay attention to. You know, like me listening to all my soppy romantic music. And currently she's watching um, Love Island. It's a UK-based show where um, uh, groups of guys and groups of girls locked away on, uh, on an island in an um, idyllic setting. And they're supposed to find love. So... You, you know, she's watching shows like that. We're doing our thing. And yeah, all these things um, have a place because if all you do is just make babies, uh, be parents, um, what else? Pay the bills, administer the household. That's not much fun. And it falls short of what um, God's plan for um, marriage is because the church has taught for a very long time that the purpose of marriage is a twofold that there's a procreative aspect of marriage and there's a unitive aspect of marriage so uh yes it means we're supposed to raise kids and have a household but then there's a unitive part is also supposed to make uh both of us um become uh united you know to become one uh, and all the emotional fulfillment and everything that comes along um, with it. So this is not a downer, but to say we should be paying attention to all these other aspects um, of the marriage and uh, wedding prep. So that's it for today's recording. Uh, thank you very much for listening to today's show. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.